is Christian from Trendsetters Media. Today we're going to have Jake talk to the people of Startland News, a media organization focused on the growth of KC startups in the KC metro area. And so yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. Yeah, exactly. So it's been interesting for sure. Um, obviously, we were with Trendsetters Media. Um, and then about, I think, two months after that interview, we merged with Social Apex. Um, and the main reason being, we really wanted to take that next step in growth. Um, and rather than compete at these lower levels, take, take that next step and compete at a higher level. Um, and that's what we did with Social Apex. And uh, I came in as a chief growth officer to that firm and we grew significantly in terms of, of revenue. Um, and then about mid-April of this year, I actually decided to, to leave and go back to Trendsetters Media, which the plan all along uh, that was transparent and spoken was that was the case. Hey, let's work together, then let's venture off and do our own things because we all kind of had different visions. We just said, hey, it's gonna be better to work together than separately. So let's work together, learn everything you, we can, then we can kind of separate. And so I felt like it was time for, for me to do that. Um, and so now I'm, I'm back with Trendsetters Media full time. We've changed up our brand and our value prop, but it's still kind of that same energy and vibe that we had before. Cool. So how has the focus shifted for you at all? Mm -hmm. Like your ideology around things, has any of that changed? Yeah, a lot. So it, it's still similar in terms of execution, but who we work with and how we work with them is a lot different. The main reason being, um, and I referenced in, in kind of the last article, it was all about helping small to mid-sized businesses. Uh, your, your startups, your five employees, your 60 employees, but not necessarily a large marketing team. Um, and that was great because we got to learn all the processes within the marketing space. But we were more so a service provider than anything else. And with our age and experience in space, I didn't feel that we had necessarily the qualifications to scale out that service base. Um, and horizontal growth is not something I wanted, I wanted to chase. And so instead what we did was we, we kept finding um, larger firms and brands would actually bring us in for these briefings. Um, and we called it a trendsetters briefing. And it was essentially this briefing into all things Gen Z, millennial, how we can understand them and how we can integrate ourselves with the new digital wave and future build versus future proof. And so now the way we've kind of set ourselves up in terms of value prop is we're going to help brands build for the future. And the way we're going to do that is by starting with connecting with today's modern consumer, which is Gen Z's and millennials, which are going to comprise the far majority of consumers by next year, actually. And so is that kind of going to be the main focus moving forward or what's the horizon sort of looking like as you yeah, so that's the main focus moving forward. In terms of, of a service space, we've niched down a little bit to, to only focus. We really only want to focus on creative and social and some aspects of digital. Um, and what we see on the horizon is continuing to work with larger and larger firms, um, launching uh, more notable campaigns versus, you know, just kind of services behind the scenes you don't really see and moving to essentially a, a, a traditional larger ad agency approach to things versus kind of a, a, a marketing agency or a, or a media agency that's more so service-based, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So obviously in this space here in Kansas City specifically, like we mentioned, you had joined up with Social Apex mm -hmm. and kind of switched gears, but there are a lot of groups like this. So how do yes. you set yourselves apart moving forward and did you learn any lessons through that collaboration? Yes, learned a ton of lessons from that collaboration. Um, the biggest way we set ourselves apart is being practitioners of our value proposition. So 
no other agency in Kansas City can say that they're Gen Z owned and operated um, in terms of full ownership and who's within the company. And so that's, that's really helpful for us in terms of differentiation. Um, and then what we set out to do. Um, with that in mind, we know what we're great at. We also know what we're not great at. And so we're gonna, we want to only stick into our flywheel and never chase profits or revenue or anything of that nature. And so look, if, if you're a brand or business looking to, uh, or wondering what your brand's gonna look like in five years, if you're wondering how you're gonna integrate with the, this new wave of consumers, then we're the right uh, agency to work with. If you just want to know how Instagram works or this, that, and the other, we might be able to help, we might not be able to help. There might be other solutions out there. And obviously we're in a very competitive ad market, uh, but for us, we really don't see other agencies as direct competitors. Um, because they're great at a lot of different things that we aren't great at. We just think when it comes to understanding Gen Z's um, and marketing to them that we're going to be the best uh, in the city at that. And just in terms of kind of like the Gen Z angle of things, mm -hmm. have, I guess, has the barrier of entry kind of eased up since last year? Because I know there was some trouble with people kind of like taking, you know, taking yes, seriously, yes. what you're doing seriously. So how has that evolved? Yes, yeah, so when you position your value proposition to be something that inherently you can be the best at and you can prove you're the best at that, then that gets rid of all those barriers to entry. And so what we found was rather trying to fight those barriers of entry in terms of experience, professionalism, all that, let's just not necessarily ignore them, but let's not focus on trying to be what we aren't and let's go all in on what we are great at. And having and and now the reason people want to work with us is because of that um and it's not because we we can hit all these check marks if that makes sense yeah so where are you guys officing now kind of all of the logistical stuff so people can get in touch with you yeah so right now we're we're working remote um just kind of everyone working individually we'll likely move into an office space august 1st we're waiting to see specifically what revenue looks like to determine what size office space how many team members we'll have well, is there yeah. anything else kind of exciting that you think is relevant to point out that I haven't asked you? Yeah, so something exciting is we're actually documenting our entire journey. Um, and we started filming actually April 16th, the day after I left Social Apex, when obviously no clients, no revenue, no team, anything like that. Um, and we've been documenting the journey since, and we're going to continue to do so. And we have set internal goals that, that we want to hit. Um, and so... This is going to be something one of a kind that I don't think it's, has been done before, where we're going to be able to look back on all of that and either learn from our mistakes or we'll, we'll get to see exactly how a company was built from zero to, to X. And whatever X becomes is unknown, but we're hoping it's something good. <laughs> and then tell me a little bit about the original team that you kind of started out with last year. Yeah, um, yeah. I know, kind of like what has their trajectory been like? Are they involved at all? Or yeah, so, and some of them will get re-involved. Um, the majority of that team, I want to say almost everyone actually, is now back in school. Um, and so that was the issue we were having, and that's, that was the reason for the merger initially, was, okay, it was just myself. I was now having to drop out to take this full time. The rest of the team is going to go back to school. And, and that's, all, like, that's great, and that's perfect, and, and they're going to get re-involved in the future, I hope. I'm going to be poaching them for sure. But... Uh, yeah, so the original team, obviously, I was with Kyle and Andrew. Andrew just graduated from KU. Um, I believe he's heading to L.A. to work at a production company. We had talked a little bit before, and I was like, no, you're going to L.A. Like, tr like, 
I would do that. <laughs> like, trust me, um, you're gonna have fun out there. And Kyle, he's just finished up his sophomore year at KU, heading into his junior year. He's doing some really cool stuff down there, um, working in the business space. And so I'm willing to bet we'll be working together in the future, both with Kyle and Andrew um, and the rest of the guys as well. Um, but the majority are in school right now, so it's just kind of difficult, yeah. And through kind of the previous articles that we did, or the previous articles that we've done, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, social media, stuff like that, it seems like kind of the reach in terms of clients is pretty wide. Like I've mm -hmm. seen you guys go out to California or whatever, Mm -hmm. You specifically, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So kind of what is that like? Because being in Kansas City, I think people think it's kind of limited. In yeah. Reach. So tell us a little bit about the reach. Yeah, well, with today's online, I mean, with everything being run digitally, there's no more barrier to entry in terms of markets. Um, and a, a large part of our growth strategy is to get connected in some other cities. And we have a few targeted. We, we haven't really gotten anything on the ground yet there specifically. Um, but... Yeah, we're able to work at a national level because the majority of what we do is, is nationally done. And, and the impact and vision that we see is, is at a national level. And so that's, that's a huge priority for, for us. Um, we want to start in Kansas City. We want to do things right here, um, impacting the community in that way. But we, we're definitely not limited to that. I guess kind of the last sort of wrap-up question mm -hmm. for you is if you had to kind of summarize what it is that you're doing or kind of what this industry is, how would you do that? Because I know even with us at Startland, like it's, it seems very clear cut what we do, but there are people who still don't understand it. So yeah, sure yeah, yeah. As well. So how would you kind of just summarize? Yeah, so a, a better way to put it would be this. It's it's not a an actual digital or physical marketplace, but what we see ourselves as is we're solving several problems within the Gen Z marketplace for both talent within that and brands trying to work and, and reach those consumers. Um, and so you, you think of the problems that Gen Z's are having right now, they're very entrepreneurial, they're very freedom driven, um, and, they wanna, and they're really smart at, at what they do. Um, and so a lot of times college and other systems are not the best route for them. And so we wanna provide opportunities for people like myself in school where rather than me having to go make that, that leap on my own and strictly learn from failure, I can get involved with a company, work with well-known brands and businesses, um, and kind of have that, that safety net that school has, um, but not be limited to that classroom environment and really get to showcase my work. And then on the other side, it's, it's with brands where one of the biggest, biggest issues in the space right now is um, it's just headline readers in terms of Gen Z. Um, and I'm not gonna name names by any means, but the biggest issue is that we're gonna take this data report and now this is everything about Gen Z that you need to know. When we know people are so much more than data, even if data can tell us everything. And that's, that's, that's so the case that really something we preach is that it's, it's, it's about insights, not data. And especially with the, thing, the way things evolve, especially with social platforms, you think about how some of these change. Like five years ago, no one would have thought social media manager would be like a big industry, you know, and a big role. And so... Um, and, and, and so with that changing, we believe with our name of Trendsetters Media, we want to help brands set those trends versus trying to, to strictly avoid them, which has been the case. It's, like, it's not about how we can build for the future. It's about how we can avoid all these disruptive technologies. But then you see companies like MDMT Watches build a billion-dollar company off of Instagram. And Wish, which has built their entire model, their competitor of Amazon now, off of Facebook ads. 
And so when those things happen and you're a mid-market player that you're not in a big five company, um, but you, you don't have the flexibility and innovation in these startups, it's a scary time, you know? And so we believe we can help a lot of those mid-market brands um, do things right. And so I guess that wasn't a very good summary, but <laughs> I'm trying to hit as much as I can, you know? <laughs> awesome, thank you.